and welcome to Mind, Mood and Food podcast with me, Margaret Bell, anti-diet powered coach and gut health expert and my partner in crime, Adele Derbyshire. Hello, I am a yoga teacher and creator of Find Your Inner Sparkle, which is a toolbox, 50 ways to help you to look and feel better from the inside out. And today, oh, this is a juicy one. Thank goodness I don't have to think about breathing. Or do I? Ooh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> So when we think about it, yeah, we all do breathe because if we didn't, well, we wouldn't be here. Um, but it is something that we just kind of really, really take for granted that one, we're doing all right with and two, we probably don't need to do anything about. But I know for a fact that that isn't the case. And obviously yourself, Adele, I know with all the... Um, meditation breathing techniques and yoga that all kind of comes into comes into one really so what are your thoughts absolutely I think on the one hand which is why I wanted to give it that title thank goodness we don't have to think about breathing because there's so much to do (laughs) and we always feel like we've got you know so much on our plate Imagine if we had to remember to breathe. Imagine if we had to remember to digest our food. Imagine if we had to remember to repair our cells and we'd be like, oh shit, it's to the end of the day and I haven't repaired cell 24A that, you know, has been damaged through a free radical today. I mean, yeah, like for God's sake, which is ridiculous. (laughs) So yeah, it keeps us alive. That's great. But that's like the minimum. And there really is a whole sort of subject here that you can dive into. It's like a whole other world. Um, And I do teach breathing, obviously, as part of what I do as a yoga teacher. Um, But I also have studied this and there's lots and lots of books that I've got and read um, and, and things that I've listened to that educate about how to breathe how best to breathe to give you optimum health, uh, how not to breathe, and also different breathing techniques that you can actually use and deploy if you want to bring about a certain state. So the fascinating thing is, if you want to boost your energy, you know, in, in the middle of the afternoon, for example, then you can use a breathing technique to do that. If you want to calm yourself down because you're feeling stressed, you can use a different breathing technique. If you want to go to sleep, you know, you can use a breathing technique. So there's there's loads of different ones. If you want to strengthen your lungs because you're recovering from COVID, which is very topical at the moment, there are breathing techniques to help us to pause and retain the breath and things like that. So, yeah, we're not going to get through the whole subject of breathing. There are books, you know, um, and, and videos and courses, you, you know, you can do to deepen your knowledge. But just as a taster, which is what these podcasts are meant to be, to kind of whet people's appetite and open their eyes to it. I just wanted to kind of raise the topic, really, and say, you know, did you know this? Did you know that there were all these different things to it? Did you know that it was better to breathe through your nose and not your mouth? Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot of that. Um, that you know, breathe, breathe in through your nose, breathe out through your nose. But when I've actually done 
the likes of yoga and things like that. And obviously you're going to put me straight here. Um, I always thought you breathe in deeply through your nose and then breathe out through your mouth. Have I got that completely wrong? (laughs) Well, it's not wrong as such. There's, there's times when I'll say that's like a cleansing breath. We call that cleansing breath. So for example, lion's breath is a good one cleansing and reducing stress, anger. It's great for like getting it out there. So you can take a deep breath in through the nose, really scrunch your eyes up, scrunch your fists up, scrunch everything up. And then when you breathe out, you like stick your tongue out, you scrunch your fingers like lion's paws (laughs) and you roll your eyeballs up to the ceiling. So you feel a bit silly doing it, but it's really good for that, you know? So that's an extreme example of um, a good way to reduce stress. And I, I, it's a great one to teach to kids. I teach that to my kids, you know, because the other thing is when we hold stress, we tend to hold it in our throats and particularly children, cause they get a bit scared of what to say. You know, they kind of like clam up. They, you might even see them holding their throat. It becomes blocked here, like the throat chakra. So it's, it's a good way to kind of <sighs> let that go. Um, so a softer example, when we're doing some breathing in yoga, we might say breathe in through the nose. I'll do it usually at the beginning of class and then ah, breathe out through the mouth, relax the shoulders, let go. But on an ongoing basis, like through the class, if you're doing um, ujjayi breathing, for example, you would seal the lips and it would be a little closed um, feeling at the back of your throat as if like you're you're you know just restricting slightly and you make a little sound like a little soft wave-like sound so it would sound a little bit like this so you might pick that up but I'm making that a little bit louder than I would normally just so you can hear it but you only you are really meant to hear it it's not forced it's just so you can hear the sound of your own breath now that's a practice that you could do all the way through your your practice whilst you're practicing your physical postures ujjayi breathing otherwise known as victorious breath it actually helps to kick in your metabolism so it's great for kind of like you know burning calories and all that sort of stuff but it's also good for like focusing on your breathing so that you can slow your breathing down because another thing that most of us do is breathe too quickly so yeah. most people are taking too many breaths per minute and that's often because we're in a bit of a, a low level stress state all day you know we're ta- we're kind of like trying to get that email written or we're trying to hit that deadline or we're trying to rush to to meet somebody that we said we'd meet 10 minutes ago and we're trying to get there quicker we're trying to get more done get the washing done you know get just it finished like today. just like you were doing before we recorded this podcast. <laughs> you know it's just everyday life that we, we, we're dashing around aren't we so what happens is it's really clever because our body and our brain it watches for how we're breathing as a clue or a signal to whether we are dealing with a stressful situation or not yeah, yeah. so I was just talking before we started recording about this little um, section in this book that I really love, um, Dr. Rangan Chatterjee's book, The Stress Solution. He's a GP off the telly. And he, in here, talks about a breathing pacemaker, which I love. 
And there's actually such a thing as a breathing pacemaker. Now, apparently we've known about this for 25 years, which again, is not a lot, it's not a long amount yeah. of time. Yeah. And it always makes me smile because science is catching up to the yogis, but it's mm-hmm. taken them a long time. So yogis for hundreds and hundreds of years have known the power of breathing and they've taught it for years and years and years and years. But science has known about this for 25 years, but a lot of people need science, you know, they need that logical oh right so that's true then (laughs) you know they need the proof yeah but apparently as only as recent as 2017 have there been actual studies to prove this theory of the 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 pacemaker the breathing pacemaker so we all know that a heart pacemaker is something that determines the beat of the heart you know the beat of the drum the rhythm the pulse and some people need those pacemakers added in because theirs isn't working properly but the breathing pacemaker, this was done at Stanford University. Now, it's not very nice because they always use little animals, don't they, which I don't really like. Yeah. So just yeah. that, notwithstanding that, because we wouldn't want them to test this stuff on humans, I guess, when you hear what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, there's neurons in the brain that spy on our breathing. And I really like that, that, you know, that it, there's there's little things in there that are spying yeah. on our breathing. Little big things watching you. <laughs> oh yeah always and they're observing what happens and then they go back and they report the information to the bit of the brain like the amygdala and stuff that is responsible for that fight or flight and the the arousal the excitement or the fear day which is very very similar so if we're really excited because we're just about hitting the top of that roller coaster Mm -hmm. and we're ready to go down on the big one you know like that like oh my god (laughs) that horrible feeling very similar whether it's fear or excitement isn't it yeah you're not going to be breathing really nice and slow when you're on that roller coaster, are you? Or when you oh. just bats take off on the plane, you're like Ooh. a lot of expletives, <laughs> ripping the. I'm like never get oh, it's exciting, but it's a bit. It's a bit as well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they report back and they're like, "Oh, breathing is." You know, have you ever seen that movie Inside Out where it's got all the little people and the little oh, different yeah. colours, like yeah. the little blue ones, sad. Mm-hmm. And the little red one's always angry. And that so that it's like that's all going on in our heads. And they report back and say, right, breathing's increased, you know, yeah. come in, come in, amygdala, breathing's increased. Um, we need to get all the fight or flight stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And then it puts us into a stress response. Yeah. So that increases our blood pressure, it increases that cortisol going into the body, it increases inflammation, all that stuff that we don't really want on a long-term basis. So it's fine if we're just about to get chased off by a like scary dog in the woods, you know, and you've got like a German shepherd that's got off its lead and you need to get the hell out of there. Of course (laughs) you need the cortisol and you need the blood pressure and you need all the things. But if you've not, and you're just getting a load of washing done Mm. because you've got to, you know, make your podcast appointment, that's very important. Do you know, but it's funny, yeah. but your your blood pressure would have been up a little bit. Your breathing, if you'd have checked it, you wouldn't have been breathing no. at four or five breaths per minute. You'd have been breathing at like seven or eight breaths per minute. Yeah. You're just trying to get something done. But the, the thing is, we do that all day. Like we don't, if we don't think about our breathing and go, do you know what? Let me just sit down for five minutes I'm and listen. And that's why meditation is important because that's a chance to check in. How am I breathing? And you could do this. You could time it. You could be like, how many breaths per minute am I doing? 
and just by observing it will slow down yeah now if you slow your breath down the little spies go back and report you're not stressed anymore yeah it's linked very much this is something that i do with my clients especially before eating yeah as you know if it's if we're in if we're in that fight or flight when we're eating nothing gets digested so always say to them check in with yourself are you stressed if you are simple breathing exercise for a couple of minutes will just relax your body and then your mind will kick in saying body's relaxed must be relaxed and it's free and it's available to us all the time it's just amazing like why you know why wouldn't you do it because you're right if you're stressed I talk about this all the time with my um, clients and students you are not going to be um, absorbing all the nutrients from your food because you're not digesting your food properly because it's not the time to digest your food if your body's in fight or flight it's the time to get the hell out of their woods because the dog's chasing you so you know it's not interested in repairing cells and 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 looking after you and it's not in rest and digest it's in fight or flight Mm -hmm. so this little study they did they they took out these little neurons from mice's brains oh okay don't know if that's the right word mice's thank you (laughs) (laughs) let us know in the comments from what is the plural for mice for mice's mice it is mice isn't it I think so yeah mice brains um so they removed those and they observed the behavior and because they'd removed those specific don't ask me how they know they're very clever aren't they the scientists Mm. people but they they the mice then didn't display the the anxious behavior when they were placed in an anxious situation um a stressful environment they they would normally like sniff and you know show anxious behavior but they didn't they started playing so they put them in a stressful situation and they were like yeah it's fine i'll just carry on playing and so (laughs) we we could maybe go and try and get that done on the nhs i don't know get our stress neurons because i often think you know that would be brilliant wouldn't it if you could just but actually it wouldn't because then you'd be putting yourself in danger all the time and forgetting that the cooker was hot and you weren't supposed to be touching it and stuff because the stress response would have been removed so it's it's useful but yeah so those kind of things learning how to play with your breathing and slow it down just Mm. a simple act of that alone now we understand after learning about the study that that's why that that's why it reduces inflammation that's why it reduces stress that's why it lowers blood pressure so again like when we talked about meditation if you knew that breathing did all that why is everyone not doing it because most people are completely oblivious to how their breathing is never ever think about it i reckon 90 percent of people don't ever give it a second thought yeah, you're probably right. And the way the breathing as well is mostly most people's from the chest. Yes. Rather than, rather than where it should be from is the likes of the diaphragm. Using the diaphragm properly. Yeah. So the diaphragm is like a little dome shaped 
the muscle. And when I tell people to breathe into their belly, like you can't actually breathe into your belly because you can only breathe into your lungs, but the diaphragm pushes down when we breathe deeply in and that push that pooches your belly out a bit because the diaphragm's pushed down. So this is how it should work. And then when you breathe out, it goes back up and the belly goes in. But some people breathe in reverse, you know, the belly goes in and out the opposite way. And that's because they're chest breathing. And a lot of people are mouth breathers. So like we've just been talking about there, you know, proper breathing is breathing in through the nose, breathing slow and breathing deep. Mm. And if we're not thinking about it, we'll probably be, you know, panicky breathing, breathing in through the chest, through the mouth, into the chest, shallow breathing. So some of it is about observing your own breathing patterns. That's where it starts. Yeah. So even if as part of your little morning routine, you can just begin to observe, well, how do I breathe? You know, I've never really thought about it. And a good way to do it is just to lie down because, you know, it's if you're, if you're kind of not used to sitting, you know, if you're used to sitting cross-legged on the floor doing meditation, then fine. But if you're not used to that, it can be like, oh, you know, my back's hurting. And if you wanted to concentrate on your breath, I would lie down and bend your knees, put your feet flat on the floor and maybe put your hands on your belly yeah. and see if your hands move up a little bit as you breathe in and go back down as you breathe out and just start with that as a breathing inquiry that yeah. you could do just for five minutes. Yeah. You could also time over one minute how many breaths you take. So in and out is one breath. So how many breaths do you take? Because most people are, are just taking too many breaths yeah yeah that minute which i would presume as you said well if you're breathing faster that then fight or flight will kick in anyway because because of the spies because of the little spies spies in your head (laughs) yeah if you can hear a bell that's my cat just scratching her uh, (laughs) neck (laughs) we do i said to somebody the other day we do these um in one take so we don't tend to like edit them and stop and start them and things so yeah if things, also forget we stumble, what we talked about <laughs> if we stumble over our words and it's not perfect <laughs> it is what it is exactly um so paying attention to your breathing is one of the easiest kind of cheapest because it's it's free it's always accessible ways to lower stress levels absolutely and you can do it at any time, anywhere, and see the benefits in literally minutes. So yeah, immediate, immediate yeah. benefits. And again, there's so many techniques. You know, I teach breathing techniques in all the little retreats that I do, the well-being days, um, in my classes. Um, one of the most simple techniques, if people want something just to take away, is a box breathing. Yeah. Um, and I, t- I I teach this to my kids because if So if you're struggling to sleep because your mind is like whirring away with all different things that you've got to do tomorrow, you know, there are things and we can we can do this as a separate podcast, obviously, like an episode all about sleep. But but breathing is one of the ways, you know, that you can bring your mind's attention onto something that isn't stressful. So you could breathe in just for a count of four. Hold your breath for two or four. So if you're not used to retaining your breath or you've got to be careful if you're pregnant or if you've got high blood pressure with breath retention. 
Um, so you could just literally have a little pause of two seconds if, if you're worried about that. And then you breathe out for four and then you hold it out for four. And that's why it's box because you can draw a little box in your mind's eye. So it's easy to remember it's four, 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 four. It's easy to do. It's something that you can teach to anyone, teach to kids, but they do, they do teach this to Navy SEALs as a way. Yeah, because it's no good if you're panicky and stressed mm -hmm. going into a, a battle situation. You need to be calm-headed. There's, there's other um, scientific research out there as well that, that backs this up about the way that our brain works. If you're panicking, so if you're, you know, if you're stressed, you're about to, we're not Navy SEALs, but say you're about to do a, a presentation or a live or something like that, um, your, your brain is not thinking properly. Because the same thing as the fight or flight, the fight or flight is emergency response. It's supposed to be there for emergencies. And our bodies only work that one way. It's never really adapted to, well, wait a minute. It's not really life or death. I just need to do this talk. And I'm just a bit worried in case I look silly or I stumble over my words. Doesn't matter. Your, your body goes, the spies go, oh, shit, the breathing's gone up. The, the, all the signals are yeah. going off we need to get out of here or we need to like fight or something it's a stressful situation that means if you're supposed to be trying to remember your presentation that you've been learning for six weeks it's all going to go out the window yeah because no you're going, your brain's gone like no shut down ah. shut down the logical rational like decision making part of the brain because we're actually in a stress situation here and we just need to act yeah. So the primitive part of the brain, the like lizard brain kicks in and just wants to get you out of there. So what you want to do is deploy a tool that means that you can calm down. So like the Navy SEALs, they need to calm down because they need to think very clearly what the best course of action is right now. And so box breathing will do it. It's just enough for five minutes. You know, I did it in the car when I was driving to meet somebody today because I always talk about this. I always get stressed in the car when I'm going somewhere new. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, what if I can't pack up? What if I take the wrong turning? What if I'm late? <laughs> it's just a thing for me. It's one of my little triggers. So if I know that's a trigger, I'm going to use a breath tool because I don't want to be panicking because I'm going to make a silly mistake in the car, which is not good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's a breathing technique you can do with your eyes open. And people and don't think they're like, oh, should I need to be lying down on the floor? No, no, I've just been doing it now. <laughs> In <laughs> the floor, last couple of minutes. Floor, yeah. Yep. No one knows you're doing it. See, neither did you. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't like twitch or, you know, turn a funny color or anything. Nope. So you can teach, you know, I teach it to my son. He's doing his GCSEs at the minute. If you're panicky, if you're stressed, you're not going to write the right answer down exactly if you're in an interview and you get asked a question and do you ever have you ever done that you're in blind panic absolutely yeah and your and brain I'm just taking that moment just to kind of like okay let's just take a second right now i can it's just yeah. taking that pause there's nothing that needs there's nothing that says you have to constantly you know answer within 10 seconds or four seconds or whatever it is but we can because we're in a stressful situation <laughs> That's what our brains actually do, do think. And that, you know, we need to respond. We need to react. All about slowing it down. Yeah, it's like we've got to, they're looking at me. They're looking at me like, what do I say? Yeah. 
Well, I think we've only just touched the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. There's yeah. so much more we can talk about with breathing, um, which I'm sure will be another podcast very soon. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, specific types of breath for certain situations. There's there's lots to go at. Um, but this hopefully gets people interested in the subject of breathing and gives people a little exercise that they can try as well. So absolutely, let us know if you've enjoyed it. Please do. And hit that subscribe button and the bell or whatever else you need to do to subscribe wherever you're listening from. <laughs> Yeah, so many choices these days to where you're listening to your podcast. But we'd love to hear from you as well. It's really nice to hear from people just to let us know if you're enjoying these um, and do share them with other people. You know, I think it's really, really nice. It's a way of paying it forward if if you're enjoying it. Or I've even had people say that they're highly entertaining. <laughs> who, would have, who would have thought? <laughs> I know, we didn't do it for that reason. We weren't supposed to be educational, inspiring and informative. But, you know, if people are just laughing at us, I'm all right with that. Same here. So thanks very much, Adele. That was a lovely insight on actually that we do need to, you know, really start thinking about our breathing and looking into the different techniques and what they can actually do. So thanks, everyone. And we will see you next time. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye.